You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host of another episode. I am down at Woodsman Trading on May in Oklahoma City with store owner um, Galen Cornsilk. Appreciate Hello. the time. Hello. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah, Glad definitely. This is. Uh, I freaking love this store. I, I I need to get out more so that I can have an excuse to buy more stuff in here because I don't <laughs> hike and don't walk, run around and don't get out more. But this is definitely clothing that kind of speaks to me. I love it. Um, tell us. I mean, family business, right? Yes. Yes. Um, it's me and my wife. Yeah. Who's working hard in the background, running yes. around, <laughs> fixing the store before it opens. <laughs> um, yeah, and Woodsman Trading, uh, I mean, it's, like I said, it's beautiful. I love the store. Uh, tell us about, I mean, before we dive into the store and everything, tell us about the story. I mean, were you born and raised in Oklahoma? Um, so I was born in the Panhandle of Texas, um, and then until I was probably about 12 or 13, um, uh, I lived in Houston. And so in 1990, we moved here to Oklahoma, and I thought, man, we had uh, moved to the country because I was raised pretty urbanite um, there in Houston. Uh, but we had a lot of family here. And so um, – but it's funny. My, my love for the outdoors, I, I believe, because, I mean, growing up in Houston, we didn't see mountains. We didn't see that. It barely snowed. It was just hot and humid. But my love for the outdoors, I think, started when I was um, – I mean, I, I was very, very, very young, younger – I mean, very, very young, very small – and uh, my dad had taken me on a trip um, three months through Alaska and Canada. And I was so young that all I can remember is like the campfires, the smell of the campfire. For whatever reason, I can remember that and the snow. Because yeah. we, we, through the winter, we drove and camped, and uh, but three months. And it's funny, after that, we, we moved to Houston and never saw mountains again for years. And Wow. But I think that... Um, that's what planned the seed in my heart, a love for the outdoors. Yeah. You know, I always tell customers, you know, put me in the middle of the trees, put me by my mountain, I'm happy. That's that's my happy place. That's where I want to be. And I think it's it's honestly all due to, because of my dad and, yeah. the, and the trip he took me on. How old are you when you did that? Gosh, I was very small. Uh, I mean, I was very small. It's crazy. I, believe it or not, I was actually younger than five. And, and all I can remember is we had a, we had a van. We had a 1970-something uh, Kind of camper van had a had a stove in it, a sink, and all that, and um, and it's 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 crazy being so young and small, but I can still remember the, the campfires in the snow. Yeah. We'd pull over and and um, make a fire, and and that's I don't know. I can still in my mind, in my mind I can still smell the fire. I can still see it, you know, and and um, and it's funny. My dad would tell you my whole life growing up. That's that's what I talked about. It's things I wow. want to go do. I want to get back outdoors and. And uh, so, anyways, we moved here to Oklahoma. Love the state, great people, and and uh, here we, you know, a little bit more scenic than than Houston, mm-hmm. and, and so I, that's kind of where it began, I guess. Yeah. You know, he, that kind of put that seed in my heart years ago. That's wow. I mean, going away on a trip for a week to Alaska, or Canada, or whatever is amazing. Going for three months. Yes. Driving around. Yeah, three that months. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, three months. Was it just you and your dad that just went? Just me and my dad. Yeah, wow. just me and my dad. That's a really cool experience. We, uh, yeah, it's um, it, it's it, it's amazing. It was just me and my dad because we um, years ago. It, it's kind of a long story, but but I think it was a very positive thing. Um, my uh, 
my, my dad and mother got divorced when I was really young, and it was a pretty long court case. And, and that was kind of how my dad celebrated, you know, really getting custody as a kid. And, and um, he worked very hard, long hours. I mean, my dad was a very hard working yeah. man. And um, so celebrating, you know, me and me and him. Yeah. He he took off for three months, and that's what we did. That's you know before you guys moved to Houston. Yeah. So yeah. he did he get a job to move to Houston? Yes. Is that yeah. Why? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He got a job there in Houston, worked for years, and, and man, has been an amazing father and yeah. taking care of me all these years. Here, I'm 41 years old, he's still checking on me. And, yeah. And uh, but yeah, but I think that it, it sounds crazy being so young, but I believe that's that's what you know first five years most formative of your life, and I think that's. Right. That's why I put that kind of seed in my heart, and I've loved loved the outdoors ever since. Yeah. So, so Dad super loved going outside, and probably still does. Oh man, when he was younger, gosh, he uh, when he, no, we were younger. My dad always was out fishing. Yeah. Doing go deer hunting, go fishing, and and uh, my dad, um, you know, he's he's never lived there, but my dad loves like he loves the mountains, he loves the outdoors, and I think. Um, we almost moved to Canada, actually, at that point. We actually almost moved there. I was staying. And, uh, yeah. But we, we came back, and and, uh, and he doesn't get to do it quite as much as he used to, but my dad used to really love being outdoors. Right. He loved the outside. Do you so. have brothers and sisters? No, only you? child. Okay. Man, only yeah. child. Yeah, just me. Just me. What does uh, dad think of the store? Oh, he, he loves it. Yeah. He loves it. He's proud. I'm he's sure. proud. And I, uh, and I want to make him proud, too. You know, he's... Uh, always been there for me and yeah. been an amazing father. So I just I want to make him proud. Is he know? still down in Houston? No, no, he's he's finally. So he he actually ended up living overseas for a long time and traveling and in, in his particular field of work. And so he retired uh, two years ago. Moved moved here to Oklahoma. Awesome. So yeah, so you have his grandkids to be around. Oh now man, yes, yeah. yes. We got me and my wife. We have two girls, uh, eighteen and sixteen, and our oldest is a senior, getting ready to go to college. And and so. I think primarily he moved back. It was for for grandkids, yeah. You know, so he could yeah. spend some time with them, and and that's been good. That's been good for all of that's us. That's really cool. And then, uh, is your mom outdoors kind of type as well? Or did you just get that from dad? Um, man, just just dad, just yeah. dad, yeah, just him, and and uh, and like I said, you know, he hasn't got to do that in years. He works so much, but when I was younger, man, he he loved going fishing. He loved, you know, gosh, we'd go to the lake all uh-huh. the time, and and. Uh, and uh but yeah yeah yeah, so is it something that you try and do as much as you can with the girls well we we used to do a bit we have not in a long time yeah okay but this summer this last summer we went to uh i think it was washita national park in in arkansas yeah and so uh me my wife janet over here she keeps the store going she's what makes it look nice not me um and then our two girls and three dogs three dogs and we went in this little hike and exploration there in the park with two chihuahuas in a kelpie, um, so that was that was a, quite an adventure. Do you have boy dogs? Man, all every single dog. I've got seven dogs, <laughs> seven dogs, uh, yeah. and they're all all girls, all girls. So You're we have severely outnumbered. Yes, uh, three Great Pyrenees, a Cane Corso Mastiff mix, yeah, two Chihuahuas, and a little dog called a kelpie. That's that's so cool. So you all just load up, off you go. Yeah, yep, there you yeah. go. That's what we do. Yeah. How uh, how did the girls take? I mean, now sixteen and eighteen is like to the age, and especially in today's world, that you don't see many girls want to be outside. They're all kind of. I mean, they have the thing to do, right? Yes. How has that been? Kind of. I mean, you know, not. You don't see. You're not going to be forcing on. Hey, let's go out. And I know you're busy, yeah. but like, how has that been? Kind of wanting. Did you ever want to do the same things that your dad did with you with the girls? How did oh, they kind of yeah. take that? Yeah, I mean, I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, um, the girls have got to travel a bit with us, yeah. um, 
And uh, it's funny. I got both daughters, two different personalities. One, one my oldest daughter, Sarah, I think she was kind of born, born this old soul, you know, uh, kind of like my little hipster girl. And the other, other daughter, she's this little fashionista. But, gotcha. but they both love the outdoors. Um, uh, That's they, nice. My wife takes them up to Arbuckle Mountains, you know, and all that every now yeah. and then and things. And, and um, like when we went out to the park, I think that was probably one of my favorite memories with the girls and yeah. and and I want to do more of that before they they go off to college uh-huh. you know so yeah that's going to be that's going to be hard when they both go off to college and oh yeah, man I'm not ready you know, you're I'm not, not ready yeah, no. it's just going to be you and the dogs jeez yeah I don't all seven I, of them yeah I don't have kids but I can't imagine that especially kind of if they want to do what I did and jump across you know the pond and go yes. go school somewhere else but um so when when did you move up to Oklahoma when was that 1990 okay 1990 I was probably about twelve, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. And then went to school. So you went to school. But, yeah, I went to school here. Where'd you go to school? school? Um, it was a liberty private school called Life. Is out near Choctaw, edge of Oklahoma City. Um, all my friends went to like Choctaw High School. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived out there through graduation, and we had a couple acres. Which coming from Houston, very very crowded part of the city. Moving to Oklahoma, we had uh, I think about two acres. Yeah. Man, I thought we were living the dream. I mean, this is this is the country. And so it that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Wait, did you go to university? Um, yeah, I went. Well, uh, gosh, I only went and got my associate's degree. I went to Liberty uh, Liberty Bible College, mm-hmm. um, and I did that. And I wanted to actually go to school and get a degree in, in counseling and psychology. And but I never finished it. I actually just ended up working. Okay. Um, and I just went to just went to work. I've I've done sales. I'm 41. I've done sales since I was or customer service. Mm-hmm. To some degree, since I was probably sixteen, yeah. And my main passion is I love work, I love working with people. Okay. I love the public. I love the interaction. I love meeting people, building relationships with people. And so, I just ended up just ended up going back to work, yeah. you know, and, and doing what I love doing. So, what was kind of like when you were, you know in high school and going to college? What was kind of like? What do you think you were going to do, right? Because a lot of people, or did you think you were going to always open a store? Oh no, no, yeah. Um, so, believe it or not, I used to work with uh, youth. And so back then, um, I actually thought I was going to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. And I did. that's why I went off to the little Bible college, and that's what I wanted to do for years. And we did, me and my wife, we did a lot of youth outreach with a lot of inner city kids and, and kids that came from a lot of um, – some of them came from pretty difficult backgrounds. And, and we did that on and off for, for years. I mean, I mean years. And, and – but we loved working with kids that 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 um, they're just really having a difficult time in life, and 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 uh, but that's we loved it, and I thought you know what that's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I want to kind of do this for the rest of my life, and I enjoy it even to this day. I really don't work yeah. in that field anymore, but but no, um, it was um, I think around 2008 uh, I started kind of getting the bug for wanting to work for myself, mm-hmm. and uh, things changed. Things changed. You know, I still love working with people, and I still love youth and all that, but I. Um, I don't know. Something happened. I just uh, maybe it was maybe it was kind of latent. Maybe it was back in my. I wanted to do it all along. Yeah. I just didn't really realize it. But I, at some point, I just kind of got the bug. I was like, you know what? I I want to work for myself. I can do this. Yeah. You know. And and I've worked for a lot of different small businesses. I worked at an art store for years selling art. Um, gosh, I've sold everything from sporting good equipment to carpet. Okay. So I've worked <laughs> at a lot of retail stores. Yeah. And uh, and at one point, I thought, you know what? I I want to. I want to do this for myself. Yeah. You know, I want to build up something for my family, you know, so a lot of trial and error, maybe more error, but I'm, I'm you know, I'm yeah, learning. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you have great help, 
right? Yes. Oh, well, was... she's she's the best. This, <laughs> this tour functions only because of her. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. How so? You know, you said about ten years ago you wanted to run your mm. own business. Did you think was that like the birth of Woods, Woodsman Trading, or was that? No. So t- t- talk me through that process. Oh gosh, well I I I really tear people this. I used to have a little bookstore. Okay. So I did that for a while, and um, and I did that for a while, and then um, gosh, my my mom had passed away around 2008, and I think kind of the burden of that in the store, mm-hmm. it got kind of much for me. I didn't want to even want to do it anymore, uh, and I I just kind of got burned out a little bit, you know. Not, um, and so I kind of switched up some things, and I've I've done some small entrepreneurial pursuits in between 2008 and now. Um, gosh, I I done a few things actually, and yeah. uh, but uh, you know it's kind of you know I've never been afraid. I'm not afraid to try again, and I'm not afraid of failure. Um, you know you can see it as a stumbling block or a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And I think everything you go through, I, I'm, this is me. I think there's a reason behind it, and, a, and a, no accidents. And and um, and I've made, you know, I've, I've done all kinds of things, and and um, I just think all of those, all that kind of cumulatively, it's it has me where I'm at today, and I am who I am today because of the things I've, you know, right. experienced or done. And and so, uh, as far as like woodsman trading, um, I. I used to work for a retail clothing store, and I think that's really kind of helped push this. But because um, you know we see a lot of outdoor brands of clothing, right? And in goods, and um, I love clothes, and so I love the outdoors. And like, okay, hey, we'll just you know we can marry the two. Yeah. But um, probably about early 2017 is when the idea of this this was starting to kind of come together in my mind. Okay. And with the name too, where's the name come from? Oh man, so gosh. Um, there's a couple of terms that you really don't hear today anymore, but 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 um, woodsman was a term for years ago. And you had, you, had, you know everything from from your uh, mountain men, your lumberjacks, your guys that just pretty much lived off the land. And woodsman is just a term for somebody that basically can self-sufficient, take care of himself in the woods. Okay. You know, and uh, and so I don't know. There's um, there was a uh, there was a journal magazine I used to follow for years. That had a, a name similar, but but it was um, all about uh, what's called bushcraft, and I don't know. It's it's a kind of up and coming term uh, you see here now, but it, it, bushcraft is all about well um, having a skill set and to to basically once again live right. off the land, go in the yeah. woods, know how to make a shelter, start a fire on your own, do those kind of things. And so I thought, you know, I want this kind of earthy kind of feel like you walk in you feel like you're in the mountains you yeah. feel like you're someplace like that you know mm-hmm. so that's kind of how the name came about yeah so 2017 this idea comes up and did you because you haven't been in this store since 2017 right no so no been... so and at that time i was working for a company here in the city okay great company great people mm-hmm. but i was um i was selling lighting and there's a lot of stores and i won't mention their name yeah. but i was selling lighting and um Man, I loved who I worked with and loved the company, but I could not get past. Okay, I have to. I had to be kind of passionate about what I'm selling. Yeah. And I could not get excited about light bulbs. Right. I tried. <laughs> I tried. I thought, man, maybe yeah. the more I learn about LEDs, maybe I'm going to be kind. Maybe this is going to click yeah. someday. It didn't happen. And I looked at my. I was sitting there thinking, man, can I sell light bulbs for a small? I just can't. Yeah. And there's a lot of great people that do it. Great. I'm sure. Yeah. I love it. Hey, yeah. awesome. Yeah. It just wasn't just for me. Right. And and um. And so that's when I kind of have pushed me to this. So yeah. 
the day after Black Friday 2017 there in November is when we open our doors here at the store. Okay. So and leading up to that, did you, did you you know to get the name out there? Did you like kind of trade shows and just have the you know kind of a that little stuff? bit? Yeah, yeah, we did some trade shows and we did some things and pop up shops um, stuff like that. Uh, you know I don't know if we even did one pop up shop though before the store opened, but okay. I but we had started. Yeah. And and you know kind of putting the bug out. I like to put the bug out there a little bit, tell some people and get the word going and. And I spent months and months, you know, researching brands and looking just for the right companies I felt would would, would fit our vision. Mm-hmm. And there's some companies, like one brand here we carry, Die by Blue. I've been following those guys for a couple of years. I love their vision. I love their heart. And not only great clothing, but they give back to you know they they care about the environment. They they give back to communities. And I thought, man, that's the kind of brands we want to work with. Brands mm-hmm. that are they have a they have a heart, they have a conscience, you know, and they they want to make a difference. And yeah. so. I spent months researching brands, and um, and that, that's kind of the you know right brands that you're passionate about selling. Yes, brands that you absolutely. Actually use, absolutely. You know that's uh, and I can definitely see that too. And there's such a variety of of brands that <clears throat> provide your products that you have here. Um, you know, looking at Todd's EOTE Coffee over oh, there. Oh, love and, it! Great guy, great know, coffee. Yeah, and like and other products that you have in here that are. You know, we we know all the people behind those products. Absolutely, uh, absolutely, and that helps you sell it, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, like we're we're on the knife counter right now, and and then there's handmade knives in front of us. And and t- tell me about the one that's only for this store. Oh, oh man. Okay, so well, um, there, there's there's okay, so okay, there's two, there's two knife makers. So we we work with four Oklahoma knife makers right now. Uh-huh. Um, I love handmade knives. Our customers love handmade knives, but I love supporting local craftsmen. And and I think there's this resurgence in our society. People once again wanting to make things with their hands and wanting to build things. And there's, I think people just in general are tired of, are getting tired of buying just just kind of general boxed mass produced things. They want quality. They want to buy something that's going to last. And and um, so we work with two different Oklahoma knife makers, um, E. Carlson knives and Plainsman knives, um, or two of them. And like uh, this guy named Eric Carlson. He's at Edmund. He's made us a knife. Um, it's called uh, it's called the Woodsman. It's a fairly large knife. Yeah. Um, it's what you might call uh, an all-around uh, camp knife um, or bushcraft knife. I mean, this is something you can, um, man, uh, you can cut, baton, chop. Um, I could go in the woods with this and be pretty fairly confident. I can do most things I need yeah. to do. Um, he does an amazing job. Very very clean knives. Very unique. Um, he makes the kind of quality knife that somebody's been doing this for like 20 years. Yeah. Um, uh, he's very dedicated to the art because I look at knives as as functional art, and and he does an amazing job. And the other gentleman, his name is Chris Hughes with Plainsman Knives. He makes a lot of bushcraft style knives, and he's made this one called the um, the Woodsman Backpacker. It's almost kind of a smaller version as other. Yeah. But they're both both great knives for the outdoors, and they look great, but they're meant to be used. You know, we sell knives here that if you just want to collect knives, put them on your shelf. Hey, that's I get, it, yeah. I get it. I'm, I'm like that too. But the 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 heart of both of those guys is they want to make a knife that it, you know it looks great, but it's functional. You, they want you to take this to the woods, take it outdoors, use it. Yeah. Put put it through it. You know. So. Yeah, it's really cool. And that the axe that we were we were playing oh with earlier. Man. Um, I mean, it's beautiful. Oh, it's awesome! <laughs> it's awesome. So. Um, uh, that is, uh, his name is Matthew Rinaldi. He restores old axes. And this, this, this young man, he is, he's passionate. He's got a gift. So he, I've got a, a, an axe head over here, an axe. The axe head is 75 to 100 years old. 
and he'll find different axe heads from Europe, different places here, um, and he restores them, puts on new handles, customizes the, the, the axe handle, and his leather working is phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. the one you're talking about, it's a double bit axe head. Yeah. It, man, it's, it's, it's gorgeous. Right. Uh, and there's no sanding that handle smooth. He didn't sand that handle. It's all tooled. Wow. It, it, it's amazing. Yeah. And then, like, talk, going back to being passionate about what you're selling, like, we could spend four or five hours talking about products in here because everything has a story and everything is either handmade or tied to Oklahoma. Yes, yes. We, we try um, Like, the the shaving kit that we have. Oh, up my here. goodness. Um, so, the shaving kits. Um, so... I love men's grooming products and essentials. And, you know, we have this kind of woodsman term here, so we got to... Yeah. And um, so I've, I've got a friend, his name is Jesse Barge. He owns JB Handicraft, and he makes these shaving sets, and they're, they are amazing. Yeah, they are. Um, uh, they make great gifts. They're described... I mean, they're fantastic. Um, they're acrylic handles and, and, and on, the, on the shaver and on, on the um, shaving brush. He, he puts all that, puts it on a lathe... Lays that all out. Um, they're phenomenal. They're phenomenal. How, uh, how, so how do you go about finding these? Okay. Or do they come to you? Uh, it's a combination. So sometimes um, I'm a research addict. So I spend hours a day, uh, morning to evening, searching products, um, researching companies. But so I, I'm kind of like a bloodhound. That's what I love to do. So I mm-hmm. love finding unique things. So a lot of the brands I find, but then a lot of the stuff like this, they come to me. Yeah. And they'll they'll stop in. They'll be like, well, hey, you know, hey, I, I'm producing this in the area, and I, I think it's great because I want to carry more products made here in Oklahoma. So I love it when somebody comes in and says, hey, this is what I do, um, and you know, if it's a great fit for us, I, I love to work with people like that. Yeah. How do quick shout out? How do they reach out? Oh man, before, before shoot. we forget that. Okay, so well, they can stop by the store. We're at uh, 9705 North May Avenue. Uh, Suite 120 uh, here in the village, North May, mm-hmm. basically um, just north of Britain here in May. Um, they can come by the store anytime or, or give me a call. Um, and I'll put out my cell phone, 405-239-0457. They can give me a call. I'm old-fashioned, man. Yeah. I like to talk to somebody. Awesome. Yeah, so, there's so many brands here and so many, like I said, so many different stories behind the stuff and, and not just product. Like you have <clears throat> artwork here as well and, and yes. the knives of functional art. but. Everything has a story, and it's and it's for all ages and all you know. It's men, women. Yes, it's, like it's it's such a cool store to be in because you could spend hours buying stuff for your entire family. In well, here. thank you, thank you. Um, do you have a favorite product line? Oh, good night. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that is tough. Um, oh man, I don't I don't know. That's a hard one. Uh, that's a tough one because. And this is probably going to sound cliche. I'm sure it is, but I only, I just try to only sell what I love, what we yeah, love. And, yeah, yeah. and I'll be honest, there's I love a lot of it. Uh, I don't know. I, I like several here that probably maybe rank up there, some of my top favorite brands. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I have a 100 yeah. percent favorite. But you guys have been here, like I said, since kind of 2017. Yes, and, sir. Yes, sir. Um, do you have a lot of people kind of come in and and kind of ask for? you know tips where to go because i mean oklahoma if you don't get out of the city areas you you know you wouldn't know that there's beautiful in places and you know you go to the mountains or you go up north like do you have a lot of people come in and ask you about that we we do and i think oklahoma has some of the most diverse landscape mm-hmm. <laughs> here nice you know for a lot compared to a lot of states i mean you got the sand dunes 
I mean, to, to you go to go to uh, Beaver's Bend. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of diversity here in Oklahoma, and and, and we have a lot of customers that, that move here. Um, I just met a couple the other day that moved here from, um, I want to say South Carolina, and they haven't really been much out of the city. And and the gentleman told me that his wife was you know really disappointed and and. I was like, no. I was like, okay, you just got to get out of the city. Yeah, drive oh, an hour. Drive an hour. Yeah. Oklahoma's got some beautiful scenery, a beautiful landscape here. Um, you just got to get out of the city. Yeah. It's here. And I think a lot of people, like, they moved here, and I don't know how many months they lived here, but they, they had no idea. So I have customers ask all the time, hey, where's a good place to go for the weekend and all that? And yeah. so, no, I think Oklahoma has a lot to offer. I mean, there's some hidden gems here in Oklahoma that a lot yeah. of people don't know about. What is your kind of top three that you recommend? Oh, probably Beaver's Bend. Uh, I love that Wichita Mountains. Um, those are probably two of my probably I'd say probably favorite. Yeah. Um, and maybe check out the sand dunes. Maybe go maybe go maybe go check and, out the dunes. And down at Beaver's Bend, they're building a lot of cabins down there. Oh, absolutely. There's so many cool cabins going up. You can go down for the weekend. You know, it's gorgeous. Rent the night absolutely. And, and they're luxury cabins too. It's not like yes. you're out sleeping in the woods, which you could be if you wanted to. There's kind of both. You know, for your first time kind of outdoor person that doesn't want to, they want to go hike all day. Yes. But they actually want to sleep in a bed <laughs> instead yes. of getting yes. on the floor. Yes. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, do you guys have a lot of connection with people down there? No, I no. really don't. No, yeah. no. I mean, it's funny. I mean, I've got. Oh my goodness. Uh, like Medicine Park, that's a great place. Medicine Park. Let me just throw that out there. As an example, I've got customers. Of course, we've we've gone all over. I love I love Eastern Oklahoma. Probably Eastern Oklahoma is some of the, to me some mm-hmm. of my favorite spots. Uh, place here in Oklahoma. But um, I I got a customer. I think almost every time she comes in my store, which is fairly frequent. She's like, oh yeah, me and my daughter are fixing to go to Medicine Park. I mean, we're talking. I bet she yeah. goes once a month at least. And, and uh, so a lot of my customers are like, oh man, I just got back from Beaver's Bend. I just got back from here. So I don't have any personal connections, but man, our customer base here—they're they're going there all the time. Yeah, just to see them getting out and using. I'm sure, like I said, using the products that you you know you're providing them with. Oh, absolutely, I um, love that. No, I love that. That's. Do you have a product in here that's kind of? I mean, you have a lot of Oklahoma products in here. Do you have one that's like furthest away? Like a really kind of... Yeah, okay. Well, um, I've got... I carry um, two jewelry lines made in Montana. Okay. Um, I've got leather goods from Asheville, North Carolina. And... Oh, okay. Well, we've got backpacks handmade Duluth, Minnesota. Okay. So yeah, we've got so, some stuff so all from some over, places. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. And then your Oklahoma products, obviously you have EOTE coffee here. Oh, gosh. Um, um, and then, you know, you have Oklahoma America stuff here as well. We carry Oklahoma America clothing, yeah. shirts, hats, um, clad stash, beard oils, balms, all that. Grooming products made here yeah. in Oklahoma. Um, uh, Gypsy Rick's candles. Man, an amazing candle line that, it's about hidden gems, made right here in Oklahoma City. When people smell these candles, they can't believe it. It's like, this is from here? I'm like, yes, yeah. it's made right here local. So, yeah, we, we try to carry a few – we try to carry a lot of things here. Um, I carry – so we work with – I've got cutting boards here by three different woodcrafters that are phenomenal, and they're all they're all made here local. I've got wooden bowls here with inlay, all, um, all made here local. Um, so, yeah, there's – I mean, I'm amazed at the talent that we have right here at Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some amazingly talented people right here local, um, and we want, we want to be part of that. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely cool to see, and and with the, you know, the, there seems to be a lot of emerging business now. How how easy it is to build a business uh, online and bring up your brand and yes. use a free platform like Instagram, Facebook to sell the stuff. 
it's much easier, I'm sure, for you as well to spot these people, but also much easier for them to actually make money on the side. You know, they're probably yes. going to go work nine to five, but if you're somebody who loves making knives or loves making yes. candles, then that's kind of their passion that they now make money from. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that must be really cool to see and to have those products, you know, in, in your store as well is another thing. Yes. Yeah, it's, uh, I freaking love this store. It's so cool. So cool. What about, um, I mean, do you have like a, a kind of, Busiest time of year, best time of year. Oh gosh! Because I mean, Oklahoma weather's not yeah. not you know not something that we can plan. No, no, I was gonna say not no. Um, you know, um, or probably busiest time of the year is the fall. Um, but and and summer. Well, I mean, summer summer is is uh, is really great for us. Um, each season kind of has its pros and cons. Our busiest time of the year is is as far as a business is the fall. Um, you know, a lot of I mean. We do we do great in the summer too, but but we carry especially for the fall. Maybe it's it's my favorite time of year, so maybe yeah. that has something to do with it. But um, we bring in a lot of unique you know a lot of unique gift items and things for the holidays. Okay, during the fall we carried a line of clothing that's handmade in Nepal. Yeah, and so we had jackets and and wow. and beanies that are all made uh, in Nepal. Um, and uh, I know the owner; she's Nepali. And it's all made by women's sewing groups, and it helps provide income for the communities. It's a great, it's a great product. It's unique. And speaking of feathers away product, it's yeah. Nepal. I think yeah. that probably would, would top it. But we bring in we bring in some things uh, for the holidays that you you just can't find here in Oklahoma City. That's right. that's my goal. You know, and and it's not like you just pulled up Amazon and we're going, yeah, I think that'll work. Like it's everything has a story. Yes, absolutely, absolutely and it, it does. Know, and, it, and it goes to I'm back to. Like what you enjoy selling is stuff that you actually would use as well, and you know it's great to just watch you talk about it because you genuinely buzzed about selling. You know, I'm sure you can't wait for fall because you can have those products back in the store. Yes, yeah, you know? I, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Very, and it's it's wild. Like you know, in the retail in the retail world, you know, we we've already ordered for fall a lot of stuff. You have to almost do it. You're talking to it a year ahead of time. Yeah. And so we're already planning for that now. You know, and so no, I'm ready. And we got some fun things coming here for summer. I mean, we're all—I think all of us are ready for some for some sunshine oh, and yeah. get outside and and. Uh, uh, Dude, one day of seventy degree weather oh, last man. week, and it's perfect. And now yes. it's thirty degrees this weekend. I know. <laughs> I was like, what I was, is going on? Yeah, you start to acclimate to the warm weather, then this little cold front comes through, and I'm like, I was I was not ready. Yeah. Um, what about you know just kind of <clears throat> talking about you know your dad would travel quite a bit. Did you you get chance to travel? You know when the a lot now when the girls have got a little older do you yes. guys go you know overseas or yeah, out of country did. and stuff how's that uh, yeah well uh, well my dad lived overseas for 20 something years um he worked he worked as far as um south america to uh the middle east southeast asia and so we got to travel and it was we were very very fortunate and blessed to have my dad in that situation and and um since he was over there it was really easy for us to you know it's easier for us to go over there and meet him than him come here sometimes because it was um, with his work. And so we got to go to a few different countries, and, and uh, we did that on and off for about 10 years. Yeah. And uh, Do you have a favorite? Oh, man. Okay, I want to list several countries here, okay? So, um, uh, man, I went to Israel three times and loved it, loved the people, loved the land. It was an amazing country. Uh we went to Israel three times. Uh, like I said, that's probably my. I, I would. I could move there. But seriously, it's a beautiful country, really? beautiful place. Uh, so much history. So much history. Uh, people full of life. Oh man, it was. 
the beach. Yeah, we we got to float in the Dead Sea to go to the beach in Tel Aviv to um, to uh, I don't know. Drew some thousands of years of history. It was phenomenal. We went to um, we went to Thailand two times. My dad lived in Thailand for like I don't know maybe five six years something like that. Yeah. Thailand was amazing. Uh, Bangkok was crowded. I'm gonna tell you right now, but Thailand was amazing. The people were great. Um, we got to go to New Zealand. Uh, see here, Ireland and, and Australia. Um, so we went to a few places. I mean, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to seem like bragging. We were just very, we were very fortunate, very right. fortunate. But, but it was great because, um, like with both my girls, you know, um, I, I want my my children to think outside the box, and there's more out there than our little zip code here. Oh yeah. And I want them to to get a taste of the world and to explore, to meet other people, to see where other people come from, to get a taste of their language, their culture, their food, and to you know. Um, there's so many beautiful cultures out there and beautiful people, and I, I just want to both me and my wife both want our, our daughters to have kind of a bigger worldview, mm-hmm. and so we got to meet a lot of great people on the way, yeah. and uh, and it was good I think because my oldest daughter she's she's fixing to head off to college and she wants to go out of state it's going to be hard, but I've always encouraged her to see the world and to to um, I'm kind of shy and at times fearful of things, but my wife is a pretty fearless person. And I think my daughter got that. So she, yeah. we don't want her. We want her to just. We want her to get out there and explore, live life. Right. There's beauty in this world, and and you know we can get so bogged down. Hey, this is not yeah. political here, but you can get I, so bogged down with negatives. Agree. Yeah. But there's good things out there. There's great yep. things out there. Definitely. And, you know? I, and I think like it's so important to travel, and there's so many ways that you can do that now with, you know, mission trips and ways that's like suit you can oh, fundraise and fundraise and go anywhere. You know, absolutely. there's a mission trip to pretty much any country. Absolutely, you can absolutely, and absolutely. I think that would be you know if someone because it's not cheap to go. No. But if you can do it, that is the way to start doing it. Yes, that's you know, true. And go that's with a, good, a huge a group point. of people and just do it that way and do something great in that sp- space wherever you're going. And also you get a chance to see it while doing something good, right? Absolutely. So, you know, because if you just said, oh, I'm going to go to Israel, then First of all, you have no idea where you're going, and then it's yes. very hard to speak to people and figure yes, out where you is. want to go. And yes, then, if you're going just as a family, you know, you'd rather go in a huge group. Absolutely. Um, that must have been so cool. What do you, you know, is there anything that you like take away from just traveling to like places like that? Oh man. I mean, I'm sure oh. there's so much, but is there anything that just kind of stands out that you just as a constant reminder? Oh goodness. Well, you know, um, I think when you you if you if the opportunity comes and you get to travel, I, I think you can't come back. Say, see any kind of country, you can't come back. I, I don't think the same. Um, I think it's a combination of two things. I think you learn to appreciate what other people and countries have to offer, but you also get to appreciate what you have right here at home too. I think it's just kind of a, a blending of, of, of both. You get to appreciate. Um, so let's just here's an example: um, Thailand. Okay, uh, love the people, so friendly. Um, land of a thousand smiles. You know, it, it's very friendly people, but and there's some beautiful places. So we got to go to um, the beach and look like this. It was like a little resort area, looked like paradise. Mm-hmm. But then you go to outskirts of Bangkok where you have extreme, extreme poverty. And and I think, and so it was really good for our girls because I wanted them to. It was good to see you know how much we have here in America, and all that we had to be grateful for, whether it be the freedoms and the ab- abundance that we have. Yeah. Because we saw whole communities like little shanty towns that lived in shacks. We could you'd be driving, taking this this bus through the countryside, and you see these shacks where whole families live. Mm-hmm. You know, raising their children day in and day out. Um, 
The crazy thing is they're the happiest people in the world. Oh, they are, though. They're the happiest people. They are. Yeah. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, and then, you know, we got, you know, kid can't get an iPhone. They're, they're crying their eyes out for days. Yeah. I don't mean get I'm just saying. No, no, it's true. Like, you see you see kids out there, that, you know, they, like I said, they're working all day or their family. From our point of view, like, they have nothing. Yes. But when you see them, they're the happiest people in the world. Absolutely. You know, I have fr- friends of who are over there now working over there or, or doing work and families from there or whatever. And, and he loves photography and has his drone and stuff. And he, you know, goes through and like just to see, you know, have him, hear him talk about the experiences that showing, you know, taking a picture of these kids and then showing them that picture on the camera screen. And they just like geek out and think it's, a, you know, they've never yes, seen it, right? Yes, yes, um, absolutely. And, you know, he said it just it kind of gives him life and then gratitude and also makes you just appreciate what you have and what the little things don't matter anymore when you come home and you're like, your flight might be delayed or, yes. you know, your yes. phone battery's out. It just, it kind of wakes you up a little bit, doesn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, do you have a place you haven't been to yet that you want to go to? Oh, man. Okay, um... I think, uh, well, okay, let me, maybe, let me hit two, pers- two things here. Mm-hmm. Okay, U.S. wise, okay, and I'll say overseas. I have never been, my daughter got to go this last summer for 10 days. I want to go to Montana. I've never been to Montana. I want to go. Yeah. It's been, I've been to go there for years. Um, overseas, um, maybe doing a little traveling. Um, you know, I don't know. I've never been to Greece. I thought that would be interesting. Greece, a lot of history. Greece is cool. Greece yeah. is really cool. I, I, my wife, yeah. she she loves going places where there's history. Oh, yeah. She's a school teacher, mm-hmm. so yeah, she Greece values is, history. So Greece I think that'd be fun. Cheap too. Is it? It's not, not expensive to go to Greece. Like, I mean, they kind of talk about European politics. They're kind of going through or have been going through kind of a bad time yes. at the economy. But Santa, Santa Torini or Santorini is like that, that beautiful picture you see on every travel. Yes, is yes. all the white buildings. Yes, see, yes, that's, yes. That's there. And we, oh, we've yeah. been with family. You know, we kind of, for me, traveling around Europe, I probably didn't do as much as I should have because it was so close. We yes. always go one week a year somewhere with my mom and dad and brother. And we went to Rhodes, uh, a small island in Greece. Oh, wow. And the, like the whole town of Rhodes is in in a wall it's like a whole it's like a typical old wow you know the entire town is is walled yes yeah you know like like for from for, for protection or whatever from anyone that's attacking from the coast and their markets and everything that's a beautiful place but definitely um you got to travel it's i want to i want to right so there. bad you'd love yeah. it yeah when the kids are in college, you can definitely yeah. go there. Yeah, and like, oh, you can go on your own time. Yeah. <laughs> Free. Let's that's, what we, that's, that's what we always joked about. It's like, you yeah. know, we're, we're our, our kids are, you know, both of our daughters, fixing both be out of high school here soon, you know, and we're... we're you're you free. Know, I was like, you know what? We had, we're going to do some travel. We're yeah. going to do some things, you know, and it's... it's Yeah. Yeah. Do you have... Um, I mean, back to Oklahoma stuff. Do you Do you miss the city a little bit or not? Like oh. miss living in Houston? Um, I mean, no, it's quite a while back. Do you miss that kind of stuff? Okay, so occasionally, you know, and I currently, presently, we live outside the city about forty-five minutes. We're, we live in a little five-acre kind of a homestead thing we've kind of set up here. Um, so I love living out there, but there are times like some of the big. Sometimes I get an itch for the big city. Yeah. Sometimes I like. I like places that are where it's hustling, bustling, and thriving. Like 24 hours a day, the streets are busy. I like that. Yeah. Now I don't know if, how much living here all the time, but sometimes I want to go visit. Like we, we, you know, we went to. Uh, I've been me and my wife have both been to Chicago a couple of times, different places, and sometimes I love 
I love it. Like little cafes, coffee shops every corner, bakeries. Like I love the diversity too. Yeah. You know, and I always tease people. I I want to go to New York. I've never been there, guys. I want to get my wife's been there. I want to go to New York so bad. Yeah. Because I, I want to go to the little boroughs. I want to hit up the little. Oh man. Yeah, so many uh, little shops here and there. Yes, and just I want, kinda, yeah, yeah. Everything has a story. Yeah, everything has a story. And I love that. I yeah. love seeing the people, the places. And and so, yeah, so I, I still like that too. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't been to New York yet, but that's that's definitely something I want to do. Yeah, I had a, a friend that lived there, man, for years. And he's like, if you love different types of food and different ethnic foods, he goes, go to New York. Yeah. He goes, man, you're, there's, you know, food from every place. Do you... Um you know, I mean, try, obviously you've traveled a lot. You've seen a lot of the world. Uh, you know, you have such a diverse range of products here. Is there anything outside of Oklahoma that you've seen that you kind of want more people to know about or bring? Like, obviously you bring a lot of back, products back here, but is there anything that you're like, people need to see this? Um, now, do you mean – now, let me ask you this. Do you mean like like a, a place or products? Could be anything. Anything? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Because um, products you could probably have bring back. Yeah, know? yeah. So let's say um, I just think you get out different places. You see some really neat towns and communities. Um, uh, shoot, uh, I th- you know, there's a lot of people. You know, it's funny. I, I have friends here that I've known since we moved here to Oklahoma. They've never been out of the state. Yeah. And that's okay. I, I don't mean this. I'm not saying this derogatory. Some people don't have an interest of leaving. Right. That's okay. That's you know that's them. But I think you gotta get out some. Yeah. If you've never been to the mountains, if you've never been to Colorado, you gotta go. We're yeah. right here, close to it. It's oh, not yeah, that. It's not, it's not huge. You know, go go experience the mountains one time. Yeah. Get up there. It's it's breathtaking. It's rejuvenating. Okay. That's. I think that's yeah. it. I feel like I get rejuvenated being outside. Right. You know, um, my wife's grandparents. Now she she's had far more experience than I have when it comes to mountains. Okay. Because. Her grandparents, when they were alive, they had a, a, a log home in a, in a little ghost town called Ohio City, right outside uh, Gunnison, Colorado. Okay. And that's where my wife uh, spent her summers, was yeah. up there at their, their home. Uh, beautiful log home. You walk outside their house, mountains in front of you, mountains behind you. There's a creek full of trout not too far from the cabin. You know, It's man, like a scene from a movie. It's, thank you. Yeah. It's like a scene from a movie. And you, you go out there, it's just like you feel... You feel alive again. Yeah. There's something about it. And I think that I think that we were created. And we were to get we need we need the outdoors, guys. It is therapeutic, it is healing. Mm-hmm. We need that time. Yeah. You know, and you, you know, you know, we were always you know, we're such a fast paced society. It's always hustle and bustle, we're working nine to five, six, seven days a week, whatever we work. And we we have to have some rest. Yeah. I think we have to have a time to reset. I know mentally and physically, I have to get away sometimes. So anyway, I, I have a hard my, time like understanding why some people have never traveled or left the the city. You know, I I just I just I don't, don't know why. It. it just doesn't make any yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me because you know, back home you've kind of got a you you the United Kingdom's so small you have to drive you have to fly somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Sure, you can drive anywhere. Yeah, you know, like so yes, you can. I my brother-in-law drove back from Alaska last year. Oh, you know, see, like, that's awesome. And oh man, like just. You could drive anywhere. Uh, I don't know why people don't do it, but um, yeah, well, that's another whole topic that we could get into. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, what about, um, I don't know, kind of future vision for Woodsman Trading? What do you see? Um, well, um, What's the goal? Okay, so um, I think as a business, there's a few things that I hope that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be more. Uh, we want to be more than just a, just a store. Um, we want more community involvement. There's, there's, um, we, we, 
We're going to start doing some classes here through the summer. We've got some some a couple of gentlemen going to come up in May. We're going to do a, a free Dutch oven cooking class, <clears throat> and we're going to do. I want to maybe have somebody come in and do a class on basics of hiking. Um, there's a gentleman that I know. He's going to come in and teach a thing about diversity of Oklahoma wildlife. And so we want to be a place where we're not just selling a product, but we want a place where maybe my wife maybe being a school teacher helps inspire. Yeah. But a place where you can come here, be educated, learn things. Um, we want to do some cleanups this summer. Mm-hmm. We want to help clean up, do some park cleanups, maybe do something around the lake. We want to do some things. We want to, we want to contribute. How about that? Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it is I, th- I, I want to be we, we want to be something that we, we want to give back to the community that we're in. We're right. grateful to be here. We're thankful to be here. We love we love this area, mm-hmm. and I think that I always say this, but I think we have some of the best customers in the world. I love everybody that comes in the store, and but we want to give back. We want to start doing classes. We want to do some art shows here in the summer. Um, I want to bring in some local artists. I want to bring in some, you know, um, I don't know, kind of celebrate the community. Yeah. Celebrate the talent that's mm-hmm. here, local. And then um, we just want to keep bringing in, discovering, and kind of pioneering new lines that you don't see here. Um I think that's kind of our big goal. Yeah. That'd be really cool to just have more community involvement and outreach. Absolutely. And that probably goes back to the days of just kind of you wanting to go into ministry, right? It's just having that and yes, bringing absolutely. that yeah, you know, so. full circle, absolutely. but also adding value in, you know, I, I doubt the average Oklahoman knows how to make a fire or knows how to hike properly or read a map or what. Like, oh, I know man. I don't. I'm horrific at that stuff. Yes. <laughs> but I think that'd be so valuable to do that because if someone is going to go to Colorado or go down the Wichita's or whatever it is, Beavis Bend, at least they'll have some basic knowledge that they Absolutely. can do that, you know? Absolutely. And get more involved with the land and more involved with what they're doing and, and bring make their experience more, you know, kind of real. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? If you have the right clothing, you have the right gear, you have a, some, some the right kind of knowledge or skill set. It gives you more confidence, and and you go out there, you get to enjoy yourself more. Um, and you and it's fun. When you go out to camp and you know how to make a fire, there's something so pleasing about like you know what I can do this. Yeah. Or or if I'm out in the woods, like you know what I know how to make a little shelter if I had to, or I could do this, or you know it's funny you mentioned like navigation map reading. Man, almost that's a like a lost art in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you go hiking, you're gonna do a, like a day hike, or you want to do like a, you're gonna be hiking for about a week. Okay, what kind of shoes do I need to, to, to wear? What kind of socks? Yeah. How to protect my feet? You know, if I'm if I'm loading a backpack, how, you know, how do I load this so it's comfortable on my back for hours? You know, there's an old saying, you know, um, ounces equal pounds, pounds become pain when you're doing like a long hike. Yeah. So ounces count when you're when you're really doing some some hiking and you're putting stuff in a pack. You need to know how to what to put in a pack. Right. So no, I think yeah, I think it's important. My uh, there's a store when we go back home. Uh, every time we go back to the Wales, you should go kind of climb one of the mountains <clears throat> that's kind of in South Wales, the biggest highest <clears throat> peak that's in South Wales, and talk about not having the right stuff. The first time me and my wife did it, it was freezing cold. It was windy. And, you know, when you're at elevation, you don't realize how cold it's going to be up there. Yes, yes. So we're walking up this mountain, and it's kind of like the wind's on our back as we were walking up. And my, my wife's like, I'm freezing right now. I'm like, why? She's like, oh, I only have, like, you know, fleece-lined leggings yes, on. Yes. I'm like, well, you're absolutely freezing. So the next time we go back, it snowed. Uh, 
and there's this store called Mountain Warehouse that like we went to, and every time we it's go awesome. back, she buys it's something awesome. from it. Yes. Like, and it's just like you know, like hiking shoes or yes. like a pullover, whatever yes. it is. But it's like her favorite store, and it's so funny because she's not really an outdoorsy kind of person. But when we go home, she's like, I gotta go to Mountain Warehouse yes. to buy something. Yes, yes, uh, It's kind of like you know the equivalent of what you guys have, and, and yeah. it's so cool to see that. But I totally agree with having the right equipment to climb. It makes um, a difference. Or hike or yes. waterproof shoes. I mean. Getting your feet wet, it's the worst thing in the world. Oh, it is. But, you know, is, waterproof absolutely. shoes and stuff like that, it's it's definitely a must, and it's something that you can't take for granted. No, you, you got to take care of yourself. And, you know, it's funny, you're talking about being prepared. I remember me and my wife were dating. I was visiting her in Colorado with uh, her family and her grandparents, and I was we were pretty high up, I think, but I was telling her I wanted to, we wanted to kind of run up or hike upside this mountain. And I can remember, we didn't like, go tremendously far, but I had not acclimated to the altitude. Yeah. And I was maybe 20, I guess I was probably about 20. She's shaking her head. Yeah, 20. And I um, remember we started running up the side of this little mountain, and I was huffing and puffing. <laughs> and I was like, and, uh, and I'm going to tell you, I was, I was at least 40 pounds lighter than I am today, and I thought better shape. But, man, I was like, I was dying. I was like, man, I was not prepared, man. My, I had an acclimate. I was like, okay, that's a learning yeah. experience. And, uh, but, no, no, you, you get the right stuff. It, it makes it more enjoyable. It you know, and that's does. what you want to do when you're outside. You want to, you want to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Well, this um, this has been amazing. This is a great story. Uh, thanks for the time. You know, oh man, my I, pleasure. I love seeing love this it. story. It's so cool, uh, guys. When you're listening, definitely check this place out. You know, on May Avenue near the village, and and Galen's going to give you the full address and where to uh, reach out on social media too. So. Oh yeah, guys, we're on Facebook, Woodsman Trading, uh, Instagram. We do a lot of stuff there at Woodsman Trading. Um, you know, uh, man, check. Uh, our website's under construction, but it's, it's fixing to go up live. But, yeah, guys, I just come by and see us, man. I We love to meet people. Um, man, we want to welcome you here. We treat our customers like family. So just come by any time. We'd love to, love to meet you. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.